Uh, and I'm joined by Dirk Holt, who is an actor of some note from Brisbane, who now lives in Melbourne, and is bringing the show Road Movie to the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival. Uh, before I begin, I do have to declare an interest in the show. I was involved in the Melbourne season as a designer and operator on the show, so I know a bit more about it than some of the other shows that we've been reviewing or previewing so far. Um, how you doing, Dirk? Hi! I've never done a podcasty thing like this. This is, this is very interesting. Yeah, How are you doing? Talking into my laptop. It's great fun. Um, obviously, we've we've just finished the season of Road Movie here in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, been getting some nice reviews. Picked up four stars in the age, which is really cool. I know. I'm very proud. Very proud and very grateful. Um, and what can you say from your point of view about the show? What well, is it? What is the show? Well, the show itself is... It's really a story. Uh, it's a story about. It's a journey of a lifetime. You know, this guy Joel. He uh, embarks on a trek from New York to the West Coast to find the love of his life. And uh, on the way, he gets to meet a whole bunch of people dealing with their own kind of uh, life issues, and they help him develop. Um, there's lots of characters. I play three women. I play two men, and a whole bunch of incidental characters on the way. There's no costumes and there's no set. I do it all with um, voice and, and physical manipulation. So it's been a great challenge, but it's it's an amazing story and one I'm so proud to have been able to bring to Australia. Awesome. And it's uh, your first show down in Melbourne in your new home. And obviously, I think, is it the first time you're going to be in Adelaide? Yeah, it's my first time at the Adelaide Fringe Festival. It's my first time in the city churches. I'm looking forward to getting to Adelaide and seeing the flatness that I'm uh, so told about. Oh, it's, it's not just flatness, it's kind of the fact that everything is laid out beautifully. Hopefully you can, getting you can around get should lost be easy. in the city, yeah. etc. It's great. Um, the show's going to be on at the Town Hall um, as part of uh, Holden Street's taking over the Town Hall, doing a whole lot of venues within it. Mm. Um, what do you think uh, is going to be different in the Adelaide season of the show to Melbourne? Obviously, in Melbourne, we've... Found well, the show. And- yeah, when we, we've really kind of, uh, it found its legs here in Melbourne, um, which is fantastic. But now I have four weeks to really, uh, really develop this script. And, and hopefully I've got some good media backing behind me now so that this show in Adelaide will really punch forward. I'm really excited to have eight performances with Holden Street Theatres. Um, I just know that we're going to go, you know, in four shows here at the Midsummer Festival, um, the performance moved in leaps and bounds. So I'm, I can only assume that, should the development continue, that by closing night on the 3rd of March, um, we're going to be soaring. It's going to be great. Awesome. Cool. Um, and I guess with this play, the elephant in the room is the fact that it deals with um, HIV and AIDS mm. and... In a direct way and in an indirect way, I suppose, as well, because it is a story of Joel as he takes this trip across America to catch up with his boyfriend, this guy that he meets mm. one night. Um, but there's some very, very deep references to HIV and AIDS in the script. Yeah. And I know when you first read the play to me and first introduced me to the play, it's a play that really, really moves you. Yes, it does. Um, can you explain sort of how you came across the play? And well, I was really lucky. I was working um, as an assistant producer at the Queer Up North Festival in Manchester in the UK uh, back in 2010, and uh, I was put on this project, Road Movie, as their assistant director 
for their remount of the work that they first did for the festival years and years beforehand. So not only did they get to work with the original director, the original writer and the original performer of the work, but I got to see it in rehearsal, I got to see it in production and then go on tour with it. So I had this amazing experience getting to know this work and the stories that come from behind the words. Um, and it is written so eloquently, it has rhythm, it has um, such gentle nuance, it doesn't beat you over the head with this is AIDS in the 90s, it is um, metaphorical and light and at no point do you think that you're being bashed over the head with one of those AIDS stories. This isn't about AIDS, I mean it, it touches on it of course but the script is intentionally ambiguous both in time and uh, in structure so that you, you get an image of who these people are and what they're striving for, not necessarily um, what the issue's about, which I think is very interesting. It lets the audience make up their own minds. Cool. And have you had a lot of support from the HIV and AIDS kind of communities around in putting it on? And You know, uh, I haven't really um, specifically pointed the show at them because I think this is this is broader, this is theatre. I would certainly love a positive audience to come along and see this. I think it would speak to them. I had a beautiful um, conversation with a woman who waited to see me after the show um, last week and uh, and she complimented me on the fact that it wasn't one of those shows where we make judgments about people or we talk about the sadness and the loss, because it is certainly not one of those. This play is about moving forward, about finding or accessing self-confidence and accessing your own light and your own journey and, and, and achieving it and how to achieve that. And she was, she was really thankful for that. Awesome. Um, and I suppose slightly on a more technical level, um, you've had a heap of experience up in Brisbane doing big shows, musicals and all sorts of different Mm. Theatre gear. Um, is this this is your first time doing a solo show all by yourself? Yeah, this is my first. This is my debut solo performance of an Australian premiere production. <laughs> it's terrifying. Um, you know, because when you're on stage with somebody else, you get to play. There is always this, this ball that you want to, as an actor, keep up in the air. You bounce between somebody else. For me... Um, working with such an amazing director like Liz Skitch from DeBase who comes from a clowning and comic background. She really anchored in me the idea that this play is, is very much a stand-up piece. My, the person I'm talking to is the audience. I'm telling them this story and some of it's stand-up and some of it's dialogue with myself when I play multiple characters simultaneously and some of it's monologue that's internalised but for the most part I'm, I'm talking directly to the audience that's been a, a, a big challenge, yeah, but a good one, and I think I'm doing all right with it. <laughs> That's all right. Um, now, again, sort of continuing on that, is it slightly easier to perform an hour show full of different characters that you're having conversation with rather than an hour-long monologue? Is it something that is easier to get into in terms of rehearsing yourself and learning the lines and that kind of get... Well, having not done a show that's just an hour-long monologue, mm -hmm. it would be hard for me to draw a comparison. But, you know, we've done a show. This show currently is running just over an hour, and it is full of monologue and dialogue. The great thing for me is that because I've spent so much time with it, I know the arc of the story, I know where I need to go. And, and these stories, the, each of these characters in dialogue have their own intentions that they need to get to and they need to reach. So... Um, 
I let the text do the work for me. All I have to do is, is, is keep, <laughs> keep talking on stage of the amazing words that Godfrey Hamilton has given me and, and, and it bubbles along all by itself. Cool. And it's a multiple award-winning play in the U.S., it's uh, taking a very long time to come here, isn't it? Uh, not just in the US, but it won the Fringe First Award and uh, won Best Actor Award at the uh, Edinburgh Fringe Festival, where it was premiered in '95. It has won awards all over the world. It's been translated um, and had um, foreign-speaking productions in Paris, in Rome. It's been performed in Dublin, in Toronto, and all across the US. And yeah, this is the first time it's ever made it down into the Southern Hemisphere, I think. Australia, definitely. <laughs> I think, actually, it has been performed in New Zealand, maybe, but not Australia. Okay, cool. And do you have a, a favourite, without sort of revealing anything about the show, um, do you have a favourite kind of moment that you get to perform every night? I think my favourite moment would be bringing out Mardiva. Mardiva is this... Um, Southern Belle, who is handing out condoms at a gay beat under a freeway. Her son's recently passed away, and she's doing what she feels is her duty to kind of tell the boys how to live properly, and, and she likes taking care of her boys, you know. And she comes out, and she's huge, she's magnificent. Oh, baby. Come, baby, let's wrap it in plastic, you know. She's, um, she's a beautiful character. Yeah, I really enjoy those moments. And it's one of those moments that the audience really gets to start having fun, um, but then they it, then it gets serious on them. So it's good. It's one of those moments that comes as a bit of a surprise, so that's always good. And you slipped a little bit into Mardiva there, that all of these characters, and I think certainly from seeing it every night, it's certainly something that where you have a lot of characters, it's really, really easy in the show to determine who is who mm. because you have such distinct voices for the six characters that you're putting on stage. So I think there's nothing to worry about for people there. No, I think it's going to be... It's really obvious. There's one person on stage, uh, one actor on stage, but there are several people on stage throughout the evening and uh, you won't get confused uh, who's talking at any time, I guarantee you. Cool. Um, and I think to talk much more about the play would be to start revealing some of the secrets, some of the things that... I've certainly enjoyed watching the show each night and are integral to the story and the experience of seeing uh, Road Movie. Um, so Road Movie will be on at the uh, Prince Alfred Room in the Adelaide Town Hall from Saturday the 25th of February until Saturday the 3rd of March. Um, tickets and all the details are available at linkadelaide.com.au and adelaidefringe.com.au. Uh, Dirk Holt... I will see you in Adelaide. I will not be working on the show in Adelaide. I uh, hope you have a fantastic season. Thank you. Thank and, you. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Queer Road, which is Q-U-E-E-R-O-A-D. Um, I'll be updating when I get to Adelaide and maybe there'll be some free tickets and some cheap tickets. So uh, make sure you uh, join us and listen in. So book now, book early and book often to Road Movie at the 2012 Adelaide Fringe Festival. Dirk, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for having me, guys. For more on this show and 922 others, check our website, linkadelaide.com.au or you can find them all at adelaidefringe.com.au and for the latest news and info from Link Adelaide, be sure to like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Link Adelaide.